Time to wake Time up. To wake up. <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. You are tuned in to His Hardline. Welcome to the number one show many have yet to discover. Our priorities of discussion are quite simple. We put God first. We talk about good health and how to fortify our families, followed by how we restore the republic so we can have a strong nation once again. So patriots, so patriots assemble. assemble. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the host with the most. They are in the captain's chair. They are at the wheel. Therefore, they are steering this ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome to His Hard Line for episode 485. And today's title is Still Want to Be a State National? So... There is a bit of an update of the story and newly released body cam footage, which shows the moment before a 25-year-old was fatally shot by five Salt Lake City, Utah police officers during a traffic stop. Um, For some of you that might be unfamiliar, so uh, there is a young man by the name of Chase Allen who got pulled over in his BMW for having a... Well, quite frankly, for having a fraudulent license plate, he had a state national license plate on his car. It had the civil peace flag on it. It had some other weird thing on there with like an eagle. I don't know exactly what it is. looks like a de facto federal uh, government emblem that is not sure. It's not. It's 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 basically everything about that license plate is fraudulent. Okay, it was a fraudulent license plate. That's why the police pulled him over. And he got confrontational with them, got stupid with them. And unfortunately, through a series of events, it ended up taking his life. Okay. 
it's a very sad story. So I'm not making any light of this. That's number one. I'm not making light of this story. It's a very, very sad story. I don't care who you are. Anybody that loses their life because of the national nonsense is, is, is very serious business. Now, before I get into the story, I do want to bring up then real quick. Let me see if I can find it real quick here. Hold on. So let me pull something up on my phone real quick. Let me just pull up Telegram. So I ended up getting a message. Remember the other day I did a show on that fake fraudulent uh, Telegram account that, you know, Destry, uh, he confirmed with me was a fake account because he got in touch with the main guy who is a pastor, by the way, out there in the Oregon General Journal Assembly. So he, um, so like I said, I got, uh, I got confirmation from Destry and asked, Hey, like, what's this all about? Like they're, they're trying to basically co-mingle state national people and, uh, you know, national assembly people together to kind of, you know, address concerns in the same room. I'm like, what is this about? So he ended up taking that screenshot that I sent them, sent it to, um, I'm not going to use his name, but sent it to one of the um, original people who got assembled when Destry was out there, sent them this and was like, hey, what's this about? And they're like, well, beats me, but uh, we don't have any Telegram page. He's like, that's what I thought. And so <clears throat> Rietta was saying, isn't that what Scott Kesterson said too? What did Scott say? I, I, I don't even know what he said. If you, if you wouldn't mind elaborating, Rietta, I'm not sure what Scott said because I don't really listen to him anymore. After he started getting on the bandwagon with Ann Vandersteel and and the whole state national thing and basically doubling down on that, I just basically don't pay attention to him. He said, oh, yeah, that's exactly what he said. Yeah, we should all get together and come together. Yeah, no, that's no, no. And yeah, like Destry was saying right here, the snakes are getting very crafty. So let me read something here before I get into this story about uh, Chase Allen here. Let me read thing for you guys because this is very important. This is how serious this 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 is how serious this war is. All right. Now every state's got their own war. Rietta, I know California's got their own war. Um, uh, Missouri, I know you had your own thing. Georgia, Kentucky, like every state has their own internal war that they're dealing with right now with with in, you know with infiltrators. Rest assured, first off, now I don't know the details of, um, how do I want to say it? I don't know the details of, of any plan, all right? I will say this. There are people who are very, very in tune with what's going on, and they have a very large scope and a 40,000-foot view of who is who in each state, what they're doing, what they plan on doing, who they're um, – who their networks are. And they are going to be dealt with and they are actively being dealt with. I'll, I'll say that. <clears throat> so back to that Oregon State Assembly. So first off, bravo to you guys out there. I never really got confirmation. I sent a few things to Destry. I think if this was legit, he would have sent something back saying, yeah, actually, there was a misunderstanding. These people are actually are legit. But um, I'm going on a limb here and guessing that I because I didn't get any validation on them being legit. Um, 
they're still fraudulent in my mind. So here's the thing. First off, to all of you out there, I know, Rietta, you were one of them. Uh, you guys went out there and on that page in Telegram, and you basically reported them for fraud and everything like that, as did I. You guys did a bunch of comments in there saying how much fraudulent, you know, how fraudulent they are. And then they got you banned and blocked. And then, you know, so really all that you guys were resorting to was uh, basically doing thumbs down emojis. And then all of a sudden they turned the page private for quite some time and then they turned it back on and allowed people to get back in there but yet they changed their name from the Oregon General General Assembly to the Lane County let me go to it right to the Lane County Petite General Jury I find that interesting how they changed their name to the Lane County Petite General Jury. Now, on their page, I did post it on my Telegram, but I will repost it again. So on my page, or on their page, I should say, they took screenshots of my post from Telegram. It says, okay, folks, I just saw Florida's General General Assembly. This is a post they made, right? I just saw Florida General General Assembly's unfounded accusations that admin has never communicated with us. How can they know who we are? Truly bizarre and thoroughly unprofessional, paranoid behavior on behalf of the Florida representative. I extend a formal, get this, here's the craziness. I extend a formal apology to American state national members. This attack came from within. The kind of confusion such behavior creates only serves to undermine mission and disturb any peaceful relations we wish to keep with the American state nationals. First off, let me say this. Let me say this loud and clear. I'm going to be very clear. It does not matter. If you're a Christian, if you're a godly man or woman, lawful is lawful. Unlawful is unlawful. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. Up is up and down is down. Let me be clear on these basic things, ladies and gentlemen. So therefore, my follow-up statement's going to be this. American State National is wrong and unlawful and will bring you down and of course the national assembly the lawful peaceful assembly of we the people is right correct recognized by the military and will only bring us up and not down let me be clear to all you frauds out there who like to come in and listen on this chat and infiltrate our assemblies, you will be found out. This is our country, damn it. And you will be taken down. Mark my words. God willing. I've had it with these freaking people. I'm dealing with it within my own county, my own state. And you know what? It will be dealt with. I know other people in other states are dealing with shit. I understand. But guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, everything will be a-okay. Those of you that are in the lawful assembly, 
that are doing things correctly and lawfully. Rest assured, things will be taken care of. We will be able to move forward. We're going to grow our assemblies. There are many states that are right there on the verge. Rest assured, everything will be just fine. Destry was just saying right here, Alaska is already claimed and settled. And these state nationals trying to start our own country on some island somewhere. I like this, what Angie just wrote, posted right here. For nothing is secret that shall not be evident, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come to light. That's Luke 8, chapter 8, verse 17. Thank you for posting, Angie. I really appreciate that. Let me expand on this a little further. So they go right here to continue on their post right here. I extend a formal apology to American state national members. This attack came from within. The kind of confusion such behavior creates only serves to undermine our mission and disturb any peaceful relationships we wish to keep with an, uh, the American state national. No, we do not wish to have any type of relationship, doesn't matter if it's peaceful or otherwise, we cannot be associated with the American state nationals. Now, let me explain very simply. It's not that we're trying to be divisive. It's not that we're trying to be hateful because that's far from it. As a matter of fact, we feel really bad and remorseful for the people who got themselves tied in with the American state nationals. Unfortunately, there's a thing called law, common law, and there's specific ways of doing things. And sadly, we cannot at this time, nor I don't think can we ever in the future really have any association with the American state nationals. Destry was just saying the good people who were trapped in the ASN scam should just try to stay calm and do nothing for right now. After we hit our 38 states, we can do something to undo their mistake. Let me repeat that, ladies and gentlemen, because this is very important knowledge. This is very important information. I, Jason Jones, who is part of the MGJA, want to inform all of you out there who is entangled with the American state national web of lies. It might be hard to swallow your pride and push your ego aside and admit that you got swindled. Trust me, I know. It sucks to admit when you're wrong. And I'm saying that with a loving and sorrowful heart for you, truly. My aggression and my anger and my excitement goes towards people like AVR, David Strait, Bobby Lawrence, and people of that stature that are in there trying to swindle unsuspecting Americans, to, to, to get them sidelined so they can't be involved with the lawful assembly. Let me tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, that's part, and now I'm addressing the people who are part of the American State Nationals. I'm not addressing you folks here in the chat because I know who you are, most of you. But those of you that are part of the American State Nationals, I'm going to repeat what Destry wrote here, and he's an elder among many elders in the National Assembly. We know you're good people, most of you. We know you're good people. We know that you've been trapped 
in that scam. Stay calm. Don't do anything at the moment. After we hit our 38 states, we can help do something to help undo what took place. We can help undo your mistake. But you have to admit that bad people got in your brain space and convinced you that this was the way. This is not a pride thing. This is not an ego thing, ladies and gentlemen. This is literally not just for the life of America, but for the life of you, your life. On March 1st, a 25-year-old man named Chase Allen was shot and killed by police officers during a traffic stop in a Utah suburb. On Wednesday, body cam footage was released that shows the lead-up to the officers opening fire on Allen's car. Allen was pulled over in his BMW by police in Farmington, which is a Salt Lake City suburb, around 3.20 p.m. after an officer spotted his illegal license plate. Such a shame, too, because he looks like a fine young man. After pulling Allen over, an officer walked up to the vehicle and tapped on the driver's side window. Allen, who was holding a cell phone, cracked the window open. The officer told Allen, and I quote, the reason you were stopped today is there is no registration on your vehicle, end quote. He says in response, I don't need res registration and I don't answer questions, end quote. Allen responded. The officer, realizing that this would be a difficult situation, said, all right. And then he called for backup and then he tried to obtain identification from Allen, who again refused to cooperate. The officer informed Allen that he was detained and not free to leave and calmly offered to discuss with Allen the laws that he was violating after obtaining documents of identification. Now, <clears throat> Allen tried to make an argument for why he did not legally have to hand over identification, to which the officer replied, I understand what you're saying, and I'm telling you, or what I'm telling you is that you do not have an option to identify yourself. You are lawfully required to identify yourself. End quote. Continues to say the direction that this encounter goes is 100% in your hands. The officer warned Alan, do you want to identify yourself to me or do you want to go to a, you know, go a different route? Allen reluctantly yielded to the officer's demands, handed his passport over to the officer, but then insinuating that the passport was fraudulent. Now, at this point, at this point, assisting officer arrived at the scene. And the first officer asked Allen to step out of the vehicle. Now, Allen warns the officers that they will have an issue if they continue to try and force him from his car. Now, Allen moves his phone from his right hand to his left. Officers notice a holster on the hip of, 20, of the 25-year-old. Now, as the officers try to physically remove Allen from his vehicle, Allen reaches for his gun, at which point an officer is heard yelling, Gun! Repeatedly. At which point, the five responding officers opened fire on the vehicle. 
And there was a vehicle. There's a photo of the vehicle, the rear end of the vehicle with the state national license plate. That's not a thing, ladies and gentlemen. After they removed Alan from the car, a gun is seen lying on the floor of the car by the front seat. Alan was taken to the hospital and later pronounced dead. The family of the 25-year-old had criticized the actions of the responding officers, calling the circumstances of Alan's death a brutal murder. The mother of Alan, Diane, <coughs> was pulled over in April of 2022 by the same police department over an expired registration. Now, after this, she filed a lawsuit in federal court against police chief Eric Johnson, who was a police officer at the time, police officer Dane Hansen, and other officials. In the lawsuit, Diane said that she is one of a sovereign people of Utah and has an inherent right to be able to access the public roads without her liberty restrained, end quote. She also stated in her lawsuit that by warning her that her car would be impounded for improper registration, the officer was making a declaration of war. So that is the article that was from the Gateway Pundit. I will post it. See, here's the thing. Alan's mother is not wrong in making her statement. I mean, because let's face it, these policy officers, that's what they are. They're policy officers. I mean, they really don't have jurisdiction. But here's the thing. See, while we are still in the private as in a general assembly, a general general assembly, we still cannot trespass on the corporation. I hope I make myself clear. We are still operating in the private because we are interim. Therefore, we should not trespass on the corporation. Do you understand? Now, the only way that we can get away with anything, which uh, Joe Fry talked about this on Lena's show, Power, Passion, Freedom, when Destry was on, he explained when he and his wife were on their way to an assembly meeting, he got pulled over just outside Lansing, I believe, by a state trooper. Long story short, he got pulled over for 81. Trooper came up to Joe Fry, says, uh, do you know why I'm pulling you over? He goes, um, sir, I, I am aware, but do you understand that basically you're out of your jurisdiction? And the officer asked him, the state trooper, I should say, asked him, well, what do you mean? He says, well, basically, the governor was informed by the military that if you, if, if you um, interfere with assembly members and conducting assembly business that you will be held liable and accountable to the fullest extent of the law per the military, basically. So he took his basic information, went back to his car, the state trooper did, and after a few minutes came back, handed his credentials back to Joe. He said, okay, um, real quick question. What you say seems to be correct. Um, where are you headed? Um, I think is what he asked and he, and I forgot what he, what he answered, but I think he probably said, um, that's, that's private. And then he said, well, what's the name of your assembly or your group? He said, that's, that's private. He says, okay, well, I, what you're saying is true. Um, just please drive safe. Um, you're free to go. Well, he got pulled over for doing he got pulled over for doing 81, and he quickly went off and sped off doing 82, 83. But let's make a, uh, Destry makes a very good point. Joe also has a registered plate and a license by Michigan. Now, some people would be like, well, 
if if Michigan settled and assembled and settled, then then they should be solid, right? No, we are still private yet. We still have to unfortunately play by the rules of the corporation. That's why we're paying property taxes, ladies and gentlemen. We cannot trespass on the corporation until we come out of interim status. Therefore, yes, keep paying your registration tabs and renewing your license. Look, guys, I'm going in less than a month to go get my medical DOT card. That is a de, that is a de facto thing. I'm not trespassing on them, nor do I want to lose my job. So, yes, I still have to play by these damn rules, sadly. That's what it means to not trespass on the corporation. The sooner your states assemble, the sooner this crap goes away, folks. That's what Destry just put in here. This is not very hard. And he also said earlier up here on the chat that as far as I am concerned, the blood is on David Crooked's hands for what he taught. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know this is not fun. I know we're tired paying our unconstitutional taxes, you know, taxation without representation. Look, I get it. I know I'm with you. I have to pay $4,200 a year. My wife and I do for property taxes out of pocket. It sucks. I know some of you probably have to pay more. Some of you have to pay less. Bottom line is we still have to part ways with money that we worked very hard for. I understand. We cannot trespass on the corporation until we come out of interim status with 38 states. Why do you think these scumbags and snakes are working so hard and diligently to try to throw bombs in a metaphorical sense with assemblies? They're trying to kill us with death by a thousand cuts. That's how they are. That's how they operate, ladies and gentlemen. And quite frankly, I'm so tired of these freaking people. Some of these people think they got me fooled and they want to question my discernment. Here's my message to you. Go piss off. Oh, Jason, that's not very, that's not very Christian. You know what? Jesus even got pissed and flipped tables. But my fight's not going to stop and I know neither is yours. Rietta said, yes, but we won't stop. That's right. Let me go back to Telegram for a quick minute. So this Lane County Petite General Jural page that switched their name from Oregon General Jural Assembly reached out to me and I figured, you know what? I have nothing to hide. I absolutely have nothing to hide. I kept it up for all of you guys for your reading pleasure. Let me go back to this real quick. It's quite entertaining, actually. If you want a little reading, it'll take you about 30 minutes. But let me go back to the post. Bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Man, there's so much crap in my feed here. Wow. See, this is why I try not to post much stuff for this reason right here. Okay, here it is. <clears throat> So my original post has a bunch of X's and like, you know, no crossing type emojis. It's all red. You can't miss it. It says calling all assembly members. And then it has the telegram link for the Oregon General General Assembly, which, by the way, again, it's fake. It's not real. 
Destry got in contact with a few of the main people of the Oregon General General Assembly, and they had confirmed with Destry, again, an elder with the National Assembly, they do not have a social media presence. They do not have a Telegram page. This is a fake account. There's no misunderstanding. So, this, I'm not going to go through the whole thing because it'll take forever. And it's almost, it's a little past 8.30 and I like to go lay down here in the next 15, 20 minutes. But here's where it kind of starts. It says Lane County Petite Jural, whatever, fake fakery said, where do you come up with this nonsense? You don't even know us, nor have you bothered to find out. Your slander and defamation has been reported. Unfounded accusations, truly bizarre and thoroughly unprofessional paranoid behavior on behalf of both you and the Florida representative. I extend a formal apologies to American state national members who you seem to want to get our assembly in trouble with. This is exactly the kind of fusion to undermine our collective mission. Shame on you. You call yourself godly? <laughs> Okay. So this is what I responded. I said, I know exactly who you are, frauds. A friend of mine in the National Assembly personally went out to Oregon to help that state assemble. We know all the members. You changing your name will not hide you. Understand what you are doing is fraudulent. They responded by saying, I'm working with Chuck Cox and RD, whoever that is. How am I fraudulent? I said, well, yeah, well, whose group are you originally from? And it went for quite some time. I didn't get an answer. I said, well, they said, well, perhaps you can give me a moment to complete my paragraph. Jane Catra introduced me to Chuck Cox to have him speak about the Petite General Journal Assembly. He heads here in Lane County at my freedom group that I've been running for the last three years. I said, well, it's a very, my response was, it's a very simple answer, which requires really one word. I was just looking for Alina. That was it. Whose group? Lena. See, if he would have said Lena, I probably might have thought there might have been a little bit of legs to this. But they avoided answering that. Then he uh, says, according to you, you are one combative person, aren't you? This is not the behavior of a good leader. My response was, well, why can't you answer? It's a simple question. Who helped get the whole state assembled? I was either, again, looking for Destry or, you know, Lena, which it was Destry. But Lena went out there, too, because those were her people, her, her you know, the people that listened to her show with power, passion, freedom. I continued to say, who came out to help formalize that assembly? It's still so fresh. It should be known. Then the Lane County Petite Jural, General Jural Assembly page says, again, I was asked to host Chuck Cox and be involved on the Zoom meetings with him in RD. My main mission is bringing people together in freedom. I've been working my ass off since before the beginning of the COVID fraud. I created this channel because there was no Telegram channel for Oregon. And then my response was, and you changed the name Why? You realize we know all the original group who assembled and they confirm that they do not have a social media presence. So just saying. 
then their response was, I changed the name to reflect our specific location. I briefly went private since I am the only moderator. Again, I have been heading a group of over 400 people in person for the last several years in opposition to the mandates. Because of my standing in Lane County, I was asked to host the local general general leader and mission. How is it fraudulent to get the information out to others who wish to learn and join? I was under the impression that we need all the help we can get. I am extremely new to this mission and just learning myself only to be hit by abuse from within. <laughs> abuse from within. It's hard to be from within when you're not even in. Just saying, you got hit from without. <clears throat> now, he continues to say, instead of going into immediate attack mode, why not get to know who I am first? I will speak with Chuck and RD at the next Zoom meeting to establish this channel in an official manner. Again, I am just learning and trying to help the mission. In fact, I will give Chuck a call today. And then, of course, my response was I ended up posting that digital uh, flyer where it says General General Assembly, question mark, State National Assembly, question mark, with our civil peace flag on it. And, of course, this was for an event on uh this past Friday on the 10th, where they can all come together and talk. This is what I said underneath that little digital banner. I said, you realize this is not what we do. And you never address the fact that we confirmed with a certain pastor in Oregon General General Assembly that there is no telegram page. You can't just act on your own without a vote from the rest of the assembly to put up a telegram page. Just saying. Here's his response. Okay, point taken. Again, I am only a host who brings together local community members for open discussions so we may all learn together. Okay, so you're a host heading up a different organization. So you're not even part of the assembly. You're basically acting, again, fraudulently, claiming you're the Oregon General General Assembly. You're not even a sworn member. So yes, you are fraudulent. Damn it. His intent might be right, but boy, he is sure acting out of bounds. I said, this is a serious issue and is not taken lightly. This is my response. I said, you bet I will go on the offense to take, to be a certain, uh, to, you, I said, you bet I will go on the offense to be certain that no man or woman tries to disrupt and bring down the lawful assembly. We are working too damn hard and putting in so much time to just let anyone do what they please and tarnish the assembly of people. Lane County's response. Heading my own group of freedom fighters this last several years, backed by a lifetime of fighting for freedom. My father is a military author. Don't give a crap. There's people in the military that are scumbags. Just saying. I completely understand what you were saying. It's not my intention to disrupt or dismantle that which could save us all. Quite the opposite. Here I was thinking it was members of the American State Nationals attacking my channel. This has created a lot of confusion in an area that is fraud, fraught with confusion in the first place. My response, and so I am clear, I am a member of the Michigan General General Assembly, and I have been now for a year and a half officially. Now, notice the turn of attitude in response here. Lane County's response. I am very happy we are communicating. I very much want to work with you in order to follow protocol correctly. If you want to follow protocol correctly, I suggest you become a member on a, an official capacity with a sponsor. 
Destry was just saying right here in the chat board, that is why the assemblies are notified to not use social media. The military specifically said, especially Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not trying to be an asshole here, but I'm trying to get my point across. This is very serious business. And I'm not going to put my time into something to easily let people steamroll the assembly doing whatever the hell they please. My time is too damn valuable, as we discussed yesterday. So my final response was, I will need to confirm more through proper channels before this communication occurs. Oregon has been doing exceptionally well. Infiltrators are everywhere. No offense. I don't trust just anyone. So I will be back in touch with you if what you say is confirmed to be true. Last response by them. Infiltrators are no joke. I respect your prudence. I bet you do. I bet you do respect my prudence. I know I said I'd make this a short show. This is going on 40 minutes, but you know what? This is just too damn important to make this a freaking short fly-by-night drive-through show. I guess I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'm not going to make this go too much longer, but... (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, do you understand the gravity of this type of situation and the type of infiltration and the investigators and and the provocateurs that are lying within our boundaries? People that try to trust, you know, make us gain their trust by winning our hearts and minds. Trying to make you feel bad because, oh, why would you go against me? We hung out at this one place here in the summertime and, and you, me and your family, we all, we all had some cocktails at this place and we had fun. We shared a lot of laughs. Yeah. Your point. The minute I walk through the doors of a state meeting or dial in to a state meeting, friendship gets tossed to the side and America comes first, baby. Like Trump said, you're not a nice person. We don't need nice. That's true. But actually, I am. I think I am a nice person. Yeah, I'm a nice person as well. I'm a nice man. Don't mess with my family. Don't mess with God and don't mess with my nation. And as Patrick Swayze would say from Roadhouse, be nice until it's time not to be nice. (sighs) This is a very important fight, folks. Excuse me, I'll take a sip. This is a very, very important thing that we're dealing with. It's been a long time since I got myself excited like this and started yelling at the mic. I've been trying to be more calm lately these days just because, you know, I'm just trying to place my trust in God and, you know, understand the fact that I have to wait differently, as my wife so eloquently put it. But sometimes we have to fight alongside with God. Remember the fact that vengeance is his. First off, we need to remember that vengeance is God's, not ours. But we do have a duty to fight alongside with God and not sit on the sidelines to do absolutely nothing. 
Destry was just saying right here, in the assembly chambers, I would toss my friend out if he violated the oath. Friends on the outside, not inside. Yes. And quite frankly, ladies and gentlemen, if that was me that violated my oath, I would expect nothing less from Destry Payne or Paul or any elder for that member or, or, you know, for that matter. I'd expect any of them to toss them, toss me out of my ass if I violated my oath to this country and the people in this country. I would not hold any hard feelings against them if I did something wrong. Okay. Accept my, I I will hold myself accountable and I will accept what has to be done. I can only ask for forgiveness and then hope that we can be friends on the outside and hopefully I can earn my way back in. So ladies and gentlemen, and when I say ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm, I'm addressing you men and women that are getting yourselves tied up with the American state nationals. Again, don't do anything. Don't, um, you know what, Destry, you, you, you might be able to put it a little bit better than me. My brain is kind of scattered right now. I got a little brain fry going on. What would you like to say to the people who are tied into this that are, you know, unsuspecting, they have the right intentions. They want America back. They, they, they're tired of the corporation. They, they want to help restore the Republic and, and gain their freedom and sovereignty back. But you know, like, what, what would you say? Like put it in the chat board and I'll, and I'll read it. And, and while you do that, I'll, I'll continue on. But ladies and gentlemen, like I said, this is a very, this is a very serious fight we're, 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 we're in. Um, let me play something real quick, actually. So this is from Kirk's Law Corner from yesterday, or excuse me, two nights ago from KLC. All right, from uh, Monday Night Law. Uh, let me see. I Let me see if I can find it. Let me just play this real quick. Oh, this is where he says right here. He says, make others beware of the trap and avoid it. Point good people in the right direction. All right, make others beware of the trap if you're already tied into it, okay? So help others beware of the trap and avoid it and point the good people in the right direction. And when we get our 38 states, I don't know what the remedy is. I don't know what the solution is, but we'll somehow try to figure out how to right your mistake. If there is a correction that can be made, it's, I don't know. Because when you do an affidavit of repudiation, I, I just, I don't, I don't really know how you reverse something like that. Okay. Um, I guess Destry says he has the remedy on how that can be done. Uh, and of course, for obvious reasons, he cannot reveal it now at this time. But um, at the end of the day, there is light at the end of the tunnel. But for right now, don't do anything. Don't be combative towards police, policy officers. Don't go around passing around fraudulent passports and and driving around with no registration, no legit license plates on your car. Don't trespass on the corporation. You're going to get yourself shot and killed like this Chase Allen kid. And now because of his ignorance, unfortunately, and I'm not trying to poke fun at him, but because of his legit ignorance, this 25-year-old life is cut short. 
damn it, that pisses me off for him and his family. Because I look at this picture, he looks like a good man. He does not look like a troublemaker. He does not look like somebody who would commit crimes. He just looks like somebody that would, he just wants his country back like the rest of us. But like Destry and Oscar both say, we need 38 states assembled. All right, we need 38 states assembled. Let's give this a quick listen to from Kirk on Kirk's Law Corner, which, by the way, because um, we're, we're both so busy, obviously, but I do plan on intending to be on his show once a month at minimum on Friday. Um, and I plan on actually just wanting to be on his show just because I like his show. Um, I mean, he's more than welcome to come on my show, but I like being on his platform. So for the sake of time, I think if I if I had to pick between him being on his hard line or me being on his, I think I'm going to choose to be on his on Fridays once a month. And I'll pull the audio and I'll post that audio as a separate podcast so you guys can listen to it so you don't have to worry about a video or a visual. <clears throat> but Destry was just saying 38 states assembled before remedy to the American state nationals can happen. We need 38 states, ladies and gentlemen. Let's listen to this uh, quick four-minute clip by KLC real quick by Kirk. They do what we tell them to do or supposed to. Okay, but this is one of the powers of commander in chief, which is Texas v. White, that the president, only acting as commander in chief, has the powers to set up, now listen carefully, folks, to set up provisional government pending the outcome of the war. I want to pause that for a second. So Trump, as commander in chief, set up provisional government. Through the military, pending the outcome of the war. Well, what war, Jason? You talking about the war with Russia? No, nope. I'm talking about the war within, on our soil, with these people who are trying to overthrow the lawful government, the de jure government of we the people, the body politic, the representative republic, the republican form of government. You know, form that Donald Trump talked about on his uh, last speech before he got on Marine One to when he exited the White House, when he said, we will be back in some form. Who do you think he was talking about, ladies and gentlemen? He wasn't talking about Congress, the co you know, the corporate Congress. He wasn't talking about them. He was talking about we, the people in assembly. That's the war. These people that are infiltrating, they are doing internal insurrection. They're obstructing a lawful process. These people, I got one word for these people. We have losers. Yep. We have losers. That's it. Say that again, Trump. Who are these people again? We have losers. We have losers. That's right. Let's continue playing real quick, uh, Kirk, for a minute, and then we'll close us out. Now, I'm going to repeat that again for those way in the back. Not the president, the commander-in-chief has the powers to set up provisional government pending the outcome of the war. 
Now, does that make sense now? This continuity of government, the executive order from March 2017, doing a complete audit of the entire executive branch to get rid of certain parts of the executive branch where we have duplicates and triplicates and, you know, limiting government and putting it back into the tiny little box that it's supposed to belong in right out of the freaking gate. March of 2017. Okay. So this is what's been going on since Trump took office. This reorganization, getting rid of certain things. And now, guess what we're seeing right now? FBI, DOJ, ATF, EPA, okay. All these three-letter agencies are now in the spotlight about talking about being abolished. Imagine that. Hmm. Maybe that was practically probably from the executive order from March of 2017 under that audit. But we're just now seeing it. But like I've said, folks, a lot of this stuff has already happened, like the Fed. The Fed was kicked to the curb quite a while ago. Trump moved the Federal Reserve and the IRS under the Department of Treasury where money is supposed to be handled. That's that setting up provisional government pending the outcome of the war. We're still at war. Imagine that, that Trump would be doing these kinds of things even right now, behind the scenes, still as commander-in-chief because there is no president. Okay, that's why the military was activated. That's why the military was called into service, that he activated the National Guard for defense of a foreign occupied territory because the corporation was bankrupted, insolvent, terminated, right? And we can go back to Heather Ann Tucci Giraffe in 2012 who foreclosed and terminated the United States, Inc., and then was Trump did the involuntary bankruptcy on it in June of 2020. June of 2020, the United States, Inc. no longer exists. How do you have a president for a corporation that no longer exists? You can't. This is all being played out. It's all, it's all a show, folks. One big fancy show. We got lots of actors, lots of drones, lots of CGI, lots of holographic images. A lot of this stuff isn't even real. It's not even happening. It's all fake. It's all on a screen. Some of it on a, literally, on a green screen. So there you go.
We have provisional government, ladies and gentlemen, pending the outcome of the war. Yes, the corporation has been dissolved and taken out. That doesn't mean that there still aren't elements scattered nationwide on many local levels that still cannot wreak havoc and hell on your life. Rietta says, I have to go. I will listen to the rest of the show later. Thanks, Jason. Love the show and your passion. God bless everyone. Hey, you and Donnie, have a great evening. Hope you both enjoy dinner. Thanks for joining us live. We're about ready to close out anyway, so. You know, folks, I know who some of these people are in, in these other states. I knew them. Before I even really knew the situation at hand of what was taking place. My gut instinct and my discernment has been pointing me to some of these people. And God's been pointing to some of these people on who these troublemakers are. I got a wonderful wife who's got <laughs> superwoman powers of women's intuition. She doesn't even have to talk to somebody and she can just point somebody out on someone being a scumbag. I'd love to give you a real life scenario, but I don't want to tip our hand on what she pointed out and what was actually revealed at the end of a meeting. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my gosh, how the heck did you point X, Y, and Z out? And I'm talking not a good guess either. It's not, this is not something you can be good at guessing. My wife has got amazing intuition, and which is why I, I, I like to have her with. She can smell the slime on people. Destry was just saying, as our numbers grow, the numbers of snakes grow. Yep. I notice some of these people in my chat. They show up, and they need to disappear off in the sunset for many, many months. And then they come back. I know who these people are. I know their names. I remember all of this. See, what people don't realize, so I kind of have a bit of a photographic memory. I remember a lot of things. I know who comes here, who's regular, and who is to be, for the most part, trusted. They're solid people. They're not narcissistic. They're not... You know, you could tell these types. I, I know. And I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm Sigmund Freud or I have a degree in psychology or anything like that. But I know. I know who some of these people are connected with and the networks. And I, I, I have a really good, keen sense of connecting dots. I really do. It's actually pretty interesting, actually, because as I connect dots, I end up getting more verification and receipts through other channels. And it's like, hmm, I guess I was right there. Wow. It's usually not, uh, it's usually not, not normal. I'm usually wrong in a lot of cases. <laughs> but, you know, the Holy Spirit, like my wife just said, the Holy Spirit guides her spirit. Holy Spirit guides my spirit. We just want to do right by our country. We want to do right by God. We want heaven to smile down on us and applause us for what we're trying to do for the world and for the people of the world. 
that's basically about it. So with that, we're going to close us out with a prayer. Heavenly Father, I want to say thank you so very much, so very much for guiding us, for being there for us. Being the wonderful God and Father that you are, helping us along the way in our path. It's a tough journey, but we're blessed to be part of that journey. Why else would you put us down here for a time such as this? You didn't put us down here to sit on the sidelines to enjoy popcorn and beer and watch a show. No. You put, I think, people like us down here to help you with this battle, with this war, this spiritual war that we're in. And by golly, we're going to help you win this war. We already know you won the war. It's very obvious. But I'm not going to sit here and take a sideline position and say, all right, God, go ahead. You got this. What kind of father would you be if you fought all of our battles? That would be like me trying to do everything for my daughter and not learn lessons herself. I know you need us to fight. You need us to learn lessons. And that's what we're going to do. Let the lies and the deception be exposed. We know you got this, God. Guide our footsteps. We pray all of this in your awesome Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Randy. Randy was saying, thank you, Jason. God bless, guide, and protect us all. Yes. Which, by the way, I haven't said this in a while because I, I always forget. It's still in the show notes. If anybody wants a his hardline tumbler or coffee mug, I'm not sure. I know him and his wife are kind of feeling, uh, you know, kind of down and out, you know, under the weather here for a minute, you know, because it's been going around. But um, if you if he's still doing it, email him at uh, justcraftingaround, the number two, at gmail.com. I believe that's it just crafting around and the number two at gmail.com. Randy, if you're still here, if you want to put that in the chat, go for it, brother. Um, I'd like to have him on the chat again. He's always a, a pleasure to talk with. I should give him a call. I haven't texted him in quite some time. I assumed he's busy, but um, if you need a coffee mug with a, his hardline emblem on it or logo um, or a tumbler or a hat or a keychain or a koozie for your pop cans or, you know, beer bottle um give him an email just crafting around and the number two at gmail.com it is in my show note show notes on podbean and i hope you all have an outstanding night or an outstanding day wherever you're at in the world and we'll be back here tomorrow remember tomorrow's thursday we have our state now you know our state uh general uh, blah, blah, blah. We have our Michigan State Conference call tomorrow. So Thursdays are always earlier shows. I will post it in Telegram and True Social so you so you know, so you see. It might be just a one show tomorrow, but just wanted to let you know. It might start at 6:30, okay? So it might be a one show day tomorrow, but at 6:30 instead of 7, okay? So with that, um, somebody did ask for this. 
by popular demand, <laughs> we need to have a little laughter. Because as you know, I have a couple other sound pieces of Trump saying. Don't be rude. That's right. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. And then, of course, Trump says stuff like, you are fake news. Go ahead. So I added to the repertoire of Trump sayings. <laughs> All right. You ready for this one? By popular demand. Let's say China. 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 You go over to China. 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 You take China. 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 I love them. China. 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 I have to have my China. China. China because China. 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 China now. China. China. You know, China. I know China very well. China. 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 China, 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 Northwest Wisconsin, where I'm from. It's China to me, China, 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 China. You want to buy from China? That's great. Buy from China. Buy toys from China. China in particular, China, China. I have people that I know in China, 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 China. I've been saying China, 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 China. China, 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 China. I don't need anybody's money. It's nice. I'm really rich. Oh, man. I have a feeling it's going to be beautiful. But I will see you tomorrow, and I'm going to be cheering you on. You're going to cheer me on, but I'm going to be cheering you on because what we've done is so special. All over the world, they're talking about it. All over the world. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, we will see you all later. We'll see you back here tomorrow at 630. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Time to wake Time up. Time to wake up. <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government while the people have borne the cost.
This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.